like hype about we're all, this. We're all we're all hyped up. <laughs> we're just starting this episode just immediately into conversation. I like it. All right. So uh so how would you bring the X-Men in, man? Okay, so first we start with um so let me premise this what I was thinking about. I was thinking about the idea that um when I was a kid you had a couple different things happening in the comics world. You had you had one shots, you had mini series, you had ongoing events, and then you had uh, crossover events and annuals. I think that with the losing of the whole phase five and all that, we can start to do um, some new things and start to break the way we do things and introduce new styles of doing things. And I think I got excited because I was watching Triple R. So that got me even more hype about this. <clears throat> so start off with i'm not a big fan of backstories but start off with the original first team but do that as a 12 first team being cyclops gene gray beast yeah think about yeah think about how long it took us to talk about um just four members of the fantastic four jesus so that's there's a lot of characters in in the x-men universe like you can't like you have to start real small so let's start with the classic team let's start with you gotta you gotta start there i mean it's i I think it's the best thing for them to do too do you think they're what do you think of cyclops do you think they're gonna like focus in on cyclops since he was kind of like cast aside for wolverine no you know what's really funny is i thought i was watching a lot of stuff and someone brought up the fact that cyclops is way stronger of a character morally than he's he's kind of given like a second rate heel treatment um so we need to really establish him as like he is the mutant he is the guy he is absolutely supposed to be the real leader of the x-men well when you know charles isn't on mission it's it's him right yeah but look at he's kind of like i mean he's the guy he's like the mutant of mutants do you know what I mean? Like he's he's the leader. He's the kind of and the X Men are like the tentpole of all mutants. So, with that being said, so he's like the tentpole of all mutants. He's kind of like the figurehead of all mutants in my book, and he's just a very uh, militant, rightful guy. So I think establishing establishing him as the leader rather than the second rate heel. I'm in the way of Jean Grey. Uh, Jean Grey and Logan's romance. I think that that's super important. So, so start with a with start with an event. Start doing events. Twelve issue events. So we start with just the classic X Men, and you get you get a basis of what you know who they are and what they're about and what they've faced. How are they coming okay? in? How is I mean? Are you just under the assumption that mutant genes kind of just activate at some point? Correct. Okay. So. So we go from that, and then we go into, you give us our very first movie. You give us X-Men number one, the uncanny X-Men. You're going to give us the giant size X-Men. You're going you're gonna to introduce Wolverine. You're going to introduce uh, Colossus and Storm. Um, so you're going you're gonna to introduce that team, but you're also going to do this, which is, hasn't been done on the Marvel front yet. They're going to go save them in the Savage Land. Yeah, and now they have and to that, do stuff like that because that'll that'll really set them apart from all the Fox stuff. And now Disney now has its Jurassic Park. <laughs> There's so, also that. Um, you also can have the introduction. 
so now when they actually you set up the idea of later on craven hunting spider-man in the savage land yeah so you the savage land just isn't some amusement park that they introduce later on but now you've brought in wolverine you've brought in storm you've brought in colossus you've brought in these new characters it's not like here's one movie here's a bunch of characters here's another movie here's a bunch of other characters you're like what the hell you're now feeling into what's going on all right, wait, that, wait, wait. All right, break that down a little bit more for me, because you you've said this kind of fast, and it made it kind of sound like that is what you're doing, just introducing a bunch of characters with one movie and then introducing more with another. So break no, it down a little it, bit more for me. No, the first one is a is a TV event. It's so a TV 12, event. Okay. Yes, you've got twelve episodes with the classic line. Okay. okay. Now you can bring in some. You can slowly bring in... So the class, classic line being original team, Cyclops, Jean Grey, those five, right? Exactly. Okay. So, and now you have room to you know, establish some villains, not like you're getting hit with a bunch of different names and it becomes really confusing um, to the younger younger people. So now you follow that up with X-Men, uh, the X-Men live action movie, which introduces giant size X-Men, which is a huge, huge, huge deal because what people don't understand is that before Wolverine and Storm and Colossus, X-Men was not a popular comic. It actually didn't publish and it was gonna be it was gonna be canceled. And they actually were just recycling issues at that point. It was when they brought in um the multi kind of like the international team, uh the Canadian, the African, the Japanese, the American Indian. Um, you brought in the, the Irishman, you bring those in, now it starts to appeal to a different group of other people. You're gonna have to limit who you bring in. Because there's going to be a lot of throwaway characters. No one cares about Sunfire. And <laughs> I, honestly, I mean, Banshee is kind of just, you know, he's a loudmouth. And he's kind of like a, eh, whatever. He's milk toast. Um, so now we have those characters that have been brought in. You go over to probably one of my favorite, and a lot of people love this, ep- this issue. I uh, mean, this storyline. Because um, now you're getting away from, now you're going to get into a trade paperback. Uh, which is in itself a bigger one shot, and which, it's probably uh, one of which one. God loves man kills. God loves man kills. Is that the that's the like religious? Super. Yep, super. Yeah. And it introduces mutant oppression. Um, so that's going to come in. That comes into play. So you bring in God loves man kills is the second live action X Men movie. Okay. Yeah. So now you've got Wolverine. You've got the strong team. So what do we know about Wolverine? Okay, we don't know too much about Wolverine. You're now going to follow this up. We're now in part four. X-Men classic being part one. Part two being giant size X-Men. Part three, God loves man kills. Part four is now going to be a 12 episodic show. Highlights of his life. And it's called A Man Called Logan. It's 12 separate stories about Logan along the years. And it's set in the same style as 1970s cinema, spaghetti westerns, uh, A Man Called Horse, Clint Eastwood movies, uh, Kung Fu, Zadoichi, The Blind Swordsman. You're bringing in a lot of Japanese, but you're bringing in a lot of Western elements, um, Western elements and Japanese storytelling elements. The way that Kung Fu did that, I think you get 12, 12 episodes, all a different story, all a different highlighting different parts of his life, Okay. Okay. So now you, you have a stronger basis of who he is. We're going to flip back, and we're actually going to do an X-Men live-action 
TV event, 12 episodes, and that's okay. going to bring in it. So you're so you're starting with you're starting with a mini series, doing a movie trilogy, having a Logan side side nope. series. I'm just trying to follow all of this. Oh, it's it's off the wall. This is why I was I was insane. So you have <laughs> you have a mini you have a mini series. Okay. You have movie one, movie okay. two, another mini series. All right. Okay. That mini series being about Logan. Yep. Okay. Another the next mini series, which is a which is a newer team mini series, which is super 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 important in the timeline. The next thing is this Inferno. Bring in Inferno. Where you introduce Sinister, you introduce Madeline Pryor. They you introduce... have to do Mister Sinister, man. They have to. Yeah. I mean, they 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 teased it out for so long. I think that was their next. That was going to be Fox's next arc because I felt like every movie was teasing Nathaniel yeah. Essex in some way, and then you know they got sold. So yeah, go into Inferno, and now you're starting to get into some more characters. But you have to do the live TV shows because you have to be able to introduce. A heavier, a longer storyline with some new characters and not just throwing something three hours out there. Okay. You also bring in the fact that you now have X Factor, Excalibur, and the New Mutants. All part of it. Okay. Follow that up with another another live action TV show. We're now on part six. Excalibur. How many years is this taking place over? This is a 15 part thing, man. This is a, <laughs> this, is, this is a whole 10 year operation in and of itself. This is this could be its own cinematic universe if it wanted to. That's the thing is the fact that it can be a cinematic universe, but there's ways to do it. And it's all culminating to a, something very, very big at the end. I promise you it's going to be. It's so exciting. They only just called myself Alex in the meeting. So <laughs> so we get into. So after Inferno, the live action TV show. You have Excalibur. Make that a live make that a live action ongoing series. Okay? Okay. Part seven, you're gonna follow up another thing with another live action TV show event. Now you now people are like, when are we getting the third X-Men movie? When are we getting the third X-Men movie? Well, I'm gonna give you the third X-Men movie, but I have to feed you some stuff here. You need to understand where we're coming from. It's a Part lot of seven. a lot of setup and world building. That's that's kind of how I feel about whatever next Avengers movie is happening is that they need to set up so much stuff if they are trying to do Secret Wars. But part, go yeah, ahead. Part, part seven, the Extinction Agenda, where okay. now bring, where it now brings in Genosis, now brings in the killing of of mutants and wrangling them up. So now you've gone from God loves man kills from where they're oppressing mutants and hating mutants, and now they're actually going to round them up and start bringing them to genosis and the greatest thing about this whole thing is the fact that we can it kind of will goof on where x-men one and two and three in the fox universe went wrong it kind of goes we're doing it and we're going to do it better than you okay yeah i mean uh, what they have they had like a bunch of like yeah they stuck in whatever in dark phoenix they had they had genosha but it was like yeah, a bunch of crates it, in the middle of nowhere and here's the here's the thing is that like everyone's like, when are you gonna do Dark Phoenix? Dark Phoenix? Dark? I didn't uh, mention you, Dark. You Phoenix. have to put that off for so long I, because they've ruined it twice now. Yeah, so that's I I steered away from it, and whatever. But it is what it is. Also, is uh, Rogue is Rogue gonna get Captain Marvel's powers? <laughs> Maybe. I I want that. I want to see that yeah. happen. So now you have um, you've gone into Extinction Agenda, which is a live action TV show event. It's twelve twelve episodes. Includes X Factor, Excalibur, and New Mutants, and an Genosha. Part eight, we're now going to do a live action ongoing 
New Mutants show. Those become important because it leads into part seven and it leads into uh, part nine and ten. Okay. Okay. Of the, of, of the big piece. All right. Your next thing. Your next thing is you're introducing a live action TV show, X Factor. Okay. Twelve okay. episodes, whatever. Introduce, and at the the big payoff with X Factor, is you now introduce Cable at the very end. All right. So now, and you make it Stephen Lang, but. Yeah, I I don't know what those Deadpool movies are gonna do. <laughs> yeah. After that, followed up with an X Factor movie. I haven't given you an X Men movie three yet. Okay, but you're now following it up with an X Factor movie. Okay. Okay. Which is its own thing. But it has elements of the X Men, but it's not an X Men movie. It's just an X Factor movie. Part nine, and you need this because of what was said in Multiverse of Madness. It, it lead there is a there is something coming up to it. Okay. Because in Multiverse of Madness, he says the keeper of the Terrigen mist. You reintroduce an inhuman show. And you do it correctly. Okay, so this is this is where my theory about how all the mutants are coming in comes in. You're going where I'm going. Oh. <laughs> all right, you, I guess I'll just hold off. Because it there's a payoff here. Okay, we okay. now have you now have an Inhumans show. Bring back the same Black Bolt, and whatever. I had no problem with Black Bolt. He was big enough. He was you know I don't think he was terrible in the ABC show. It just wasn't done right. It was done on an ABC show. Part 10, or no, we're like way past. I don't even, I think we're on like part 11 right now. I don't know. Gambit, ongoing TV show. Everyone wants Gambit. Do it in the Hawkeye style. Don't do it all goofy. Do it in Hawkeye, the way they did Hawkeye. Hawkeye was a very plausible show to a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I liked, it's a, it was believable to me. Um, so now do a Hawk. now do a Gambit show. All right. Um, so this is leading up to the next thing. X-Men movie three. It's based on 1991 X-Men number one, where you now have Psylocke and Gambit are part of the team. So okay. now you've now you've got that. Now you're you're plus you're reintroducing Magneto back into the X-Men universe. Oh, this is where Magneto comes in. He no, he comes back because he's in he's in the live action TV show because he's the main villain. Okay. He was their main villain. Okay. This is this is the first TV show, your first one? This is at yeah, the beginning, he was your villain? Okay. And now he comes back for X-Men movie three. Okay. Live action live action movie based on um, X-Men number one, 1991. Okay? All right. It was, a, it was a huge, huge thing. Yep. Okay. We're going to now follow this up. House of M. Okay. Release, a, release of the Terrigen Mist. And that's how it generates it generates the humans again, uh, the, the mutants again. Okay. All right. Are you ready for the big, big, big payoff? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. X-Men versus Avengers. Well, yeah. And then I the mean... final the final after X-Men versus Avengers, Death of Wolverine. So is is Wolverine going to are you planning on a central character out of out of Wolverine? Well, that's the thing is they always base everything around Wolverine. He's by far the most popular. He's so his popularity takes over his popularity took over the spotlight of, of Cyclops, which I think they did a good rectification later on when they villainized Cyclops um, as being so powerful. But this is, I, I this all hit me at like 2 a.m. when I was thinking about this. I was like, oh my God. And I got up and I started really, I started just looking at the timelines and stuff like that. And I started looking at the the um, storylines that I really, really liked yeah. as, a ki- as a kid. God Loves Man Kills is, is great. If you haven't read it, read it. It's very, very important. I loved, I love the Extinction Agenda uh, because you brought in the Reavers, 
that's one thing about Extinction Agenda. They brought in the Reavers, and that brings in Lady Death. Like Lady Deathstrike would be introduced in A Man Called Logan, but she would return in the Extinction Agenda. Plus, we already they didn't they did the Reavers in in Logan. Like, but they didn't like. So now you've got those characters. I got. I just got so excited for this. I got. I was like, yay! And then, <laughs> so, I don't know. That was my ramble. That's that's it. All right. What are you? What do? You, what did you think about how they would introduce mutants? So I mean, with with the Miss Marvel reveal, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Terrigen Miss is absolutely going to play a role. I think they might go an Earth X route where. Yeah. Terrigen Miss, it activates the mutant genes, but it also activates in human genes. And yeah. humans are just a, a sub thing of mutants, because that is, I think that's how they deal with it in Earth X, and that's probably the best way to deal with it now. Yeah, um, and it, the fact that they actually mentioned it, they mentioned it in Multiverse of Madness, and they alluded to it, I guess, in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but dude, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was so. Agents of Shield is just very non-canon, and it's, yeah, it just doesn't have any effect on anything besides maybe casting in the future. Well, at the at that point, in humans and, and Agents of Shield, at that point, it wasn't fine. The Marvel thing wasn't finalized, finalized with Disney, um, so they kind of were still kind of like limping along at that point um, and really getting their footing. I mean, was was the Netflix stuff even out at that point? Uh, when Agents of Shield started, I don't. Maybe so. Daredevil, maybe Daredevil, but that's it. Daredevil, I, mean, I think, maybe. was 2013. I don't know, so. but like it was just a really, it was a very family friendly situation, and and I was thinking about it because like I was like I got all excited and you know got all excited about Triple R, and <laughs> just that like how well that director does that 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 crowded action that super action amongst like. Um, like the mob action yeah you know that was like one of the best parts of infinity war and he's and he did it he did it for um i didn't even know he's the same director of, of bobbly one and two or, or bobbly but however you want to say it bobbly one and two which that shows how insane an action movie could be if turned over to the you know if turned over to the right people um same thing with guardians uh the russian movie which is you know it's all sorts of craziness but it just shows that we can have a super insane fight and still have a like that lightheartedness that they the Disney crowd is looking for. That yes, we can, we're not going to get an incredibly dark mutant film. They tried, and some people like it, some people don't. All right, but you know you're now dealing with with Disney's check. So now yeah. we have to figure out how can we how can we do this and i think like a director do a director of that that same type of insane action that i just witnessed and that i have seen before by the same director he could pull it he I mean, granted it won't be the same director for everything but that's i think that that's what people are like if you're not going to have a big big fight like that then don't don't waste my time you know cuz that's anything else i mean let's face it it's it's not infinity war and it's not end game end game yeah so that's that's what they're up against. But I just got so excited about writing this out. I was like, wow, okay, cool. This is how we could really incorporate one shots. Dude, do it, do a havoc and Wolverine meltdown, uh, one shot. Do it, if I, you know, man. Intro, do Hulk one eighty one. You know where it's him, him fighting Logan. 
Yeah, and, I feel like that's what they have to do. I feel like that'd be such a great tried. introduction for. Uh... I think they were. I think they they really tried to do it in like they alluded to it in uh, the Wolverine, with like with Wendigo. Yeah. Like when they were talking about. It's not the dude, same what, though. I know it's not, but bring in Wendigo. Wendigo. We just, bring him. We need an exiled Hulk so that we can uh, we can villainize him a little and then make him introduce this this character of Wolverine. Yeah. And then, you know, it'll be... And, that, um, and that's the hard part. How are you going to introduce Wolverine properly? Who's, like, your, who's a, your first mutant? Are you going with Namor first mutant? Well, he's, he's shown to be the first the first mutant. Yeah, no apparently, what, they, apparently they're going to talk about it in uh, Black Panther 2. He's going to have the yeah. little wings on his feet and he'll be able to fly. I think Which, he's going to be me- the first <laughs> mutant that's been, like, activated. And the rest need to be, like activated in that same kind of like yeah way that you need to do sometimes yeah and i mean it's just it's such an expectation the introduction really of mutants it's just like uh, someone said it they're like have marvel have marvel fans become star wars fans a little bit you know, probably. You know and it and it's just like i don't like dude unless you're doing infinity war and game plus 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 yeah, like it's just garbage. That's the problem that what's happened. And I don't mean to insult any Marvel fans, but we've done it to ourselves. If it's not better than the last, it's shit. That's that's what we what we've done. And honestly, I do blame I do blame the Dark Knight for that because we weren't feeling that way with the Spider Man movies with Iron Man. It we, there wasn't that you know that iPhone. If it's not better than the last, it's it's just complete shit. Uh, mentality and that's that's a problem is just like i said at the end of the day these these are meant to they're meant to entertain that's it don't don't get it wrong like it's like okay so like jimmy said to me as a kid he's like this is a different way that the artist is portraying things you know like the writer and the artist is portraying things okay well this is these are different movies and stuff like that um and i think we get so you know, if you want the if you want something exact, just go pick up a book. You you know, pick up pick up a comic. You literate bastard. It's like <laughs> just do that, and it's like yeah, I like, so enjoy I, it, man. Yeah, I actually I wrote a uh, short paper in uh, college about adaptations and why like sticking exactly precisely to source material is a terrible idea. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think the only one that was ever going to stick strictly to source material just didn't get it didn't get made because it was too it was too you know it revealed too revealed too much about society was you know Jodorowsky's doing I mean they <laughs> said it they said that that's a story panel right there but it's just yeah, like you said at the end of the day we get so caught up and like if it's not better than the last shit mentality we've we've forgot hey to man you you've fallen into it you're not even going to theaters for these things anymore yeah, well, because I, I, I was never like that, man. I've always just I, sort of been like, take these as they are. You know, the Avengers movies are supposed to be the top of the line ones. But, you know, if you're not if you're not I, topping them in like whatever, like, four yeah, or four, I, I don't really care. I think part of it is I just miss the idea that I've got four weeks to watch the movie. Do you know what I mean? I've got the movie. The, the movie's been in the theater for four weeks now. Like, I miss that. I mean. When I lived in Westport, Connecticut, I think Indiana Jones, I just remember this. I think Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom was like, I swear to God, that thing was in theaters for like six months down by Genevieve's Drugs. 
yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy will know what I'm talking about. Your brother, your mother and father will know too. Um, Back when, like, yeah, I mean, movies used to stay in theaters for longer. There used to be more of an incentive to go, but now that we have this, like, what, 45 day window? I think it is now. It's like, yeah, it's become, there's no point. There's like, why, become, why bother? It's become like a rat race, and it's just, like I said, I think what really solidified when I um, when I turned on Disney Plus, it in, you know. Multiverse of Madness was on there. I'm like, I guess I should never go to the movies because I could just, it'll be on next week. Like, Thor will probably be out next week. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's just my ramble. I wanted to share that with you. I want, I got real excited. This is, a, I've, you know, it's daydreaming at, at best and it's fun. Um, but I think it's, it's pretty fun. It's a pretty interesting, to me, it's an interesting way they could go. Um, granted, none of this will ever come to fruition, but imagination. <laughs> yeah, I am I am very interested to see like how much of the Disney Plus budget is about to go to just X-Men shows. <laughs> Cuz yeah. I got to assume it's going to be that that's going to be a high number. We're... It is. It is. And as serious as I want these things to be, uh I don't want to alienate, you know, as grisly and serious as we we don't want to alienate um kids from enjoying these characters cuz I I love these characters. I really do. Um I love to hate Jubilee more than anybody i love to hate <laughs> i love to hate psylocke there's a lot of dumb dumb characters i mean come on bring in strong guy jesus oh my god that would be a mess strong but, guy strong guy he was in x factor so is is he just a strong guy is that all he is i think he was they need to he's literally a gigantic guy he looks like an oaf and he's got like a like a curly cue in the front of him and he's got little little tiny legs what the he, hell? Yeah, and he's got he's a I believe he's an original member of uh I think X Factor later on. Like no, I he's not an original member, but I believe he's part of X Factor like when Boom Boom was in there and Cannonball um came aboard. So he's kinda like like a very comical are you looking him up? I yeah, I am. I'm I'm well I'm I'm looking him up and I'm looking how many I'm trying to figure out how many shows and movies we're getting a year now. I don't know. Just keep them coming. I'll, I, I'll I keep, think it's. Uh, I think it's five, and then like, what what do we do in the first year of Disney Plus? We got one, two, two three, four, two? five. We got five shows in that first yeah. year of Disney Plus. And yeah, I, I, I mean, assume it's going to be the same here. It's just you know, it's for lack of better expression, it's it's going to become a network. I mean, oh, in, yeah. it, in oh, itself, yeah. these these are the networks. Um, it's it's good, man. So I wanted to share that with you. Uh, I know this was a quick ramble. This is like kind of a bonus, quick episode. Yeah, we'll um, um we'll have we, our our full X Men cast eventually. You know, I I really would love to see them bring Forge in. Um, you know, someone someone like that where Forge is so little, but he's still so important because he makes all the equipment. He's like their Alfred, but he's just a, you know, he's a guy that I'd love to see, but in the background. Um, yeah. So. I don't think it's I knew fun. about him. I need to like read up on X-Men once, once they like figure out what go, the hell they're doing. Go start with God loves man kills. All right. So. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you Peace. later, man. Bye. Peace.